thank you for joining us on Love That Voiceover, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone in depth. I am your shaky beauty ghost. Love that Rebecca. Hey now, it's Dave Fennoy. Keep listening to Love That Voiceover. Hi, you sexy, fabulous, wonderful people listening to Love That Voiceover. This is Rebecca, and I am here with Debbie Monroe. Hey, Deb. Hey, hi. And we were just talking about, um, you know, what can go wrong, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> we had a little technical glitch, and we're back on our feet, and uh, we wanted to pick it up with a conversation we were having when we got cut off, which was about really w- whether it's who you know or what you know. And you want to give that another shot for me? Sure. You know, um, it's interesting because it really depends on when you started because when I started who I knew wasn't as much of a big deal as much as I owe James a lot to my career it's more so in the coaching side of things than as a voice talent not that he didn't educate me and James Alberger yes sorry for not clarifying um now it was great to have those connections but that really more so became about my coaching because those connections I made weren't hiring me for voice jobs those connections were just getting me introduced to the online marketplace. But in turn, that also gave me a big name as a voice talent because my name became synonymous within coaching and voicing, and so it became a whole entity. Right. Um, however, um, if I was to start in today's market, it might be a little different because now it does have a little more dependency on who you know. But I truly believe that... It wasn't who I knew that, that made me somewhere, got me somewhere. I honestly believe it's neither of those two. I believe it's drive. I believe it's the drive you have to want something bad enough to make it happen and to do whatever it takes to make it happen. So really what, what you feel has brought you your personal success, and probably yeah. it's more this for other people in the voiceover industry, I think is what, if I'm summarizing you right, is the drive of the individual. Absolutely, because, you know, if you don't want this as bad as I do, how can you expect to compete? How can you expect to be in whatever caliber you're you're seeing myself or someone greater in? How can you compete with them and, and, and earn those jobs that you want so badly if you don't have the same drive and passion? Are you willing to sacrifice everything I'm willing to sacrifice to get it? And so I recognize from working with my students, from working with other talents, from all the aspects that I've been blessed enough to work in, is I have more drive than most. I have an extreme drive. And high energy. Oh, my gosh. And the only thing that (laughs) slowed me down in the last two years, my drive has slowed down big time in the last two years, and it's because I met uh, my fiancé, and I have suddenly another passion that is actually more important to me than this one. And so it's not that my kids were never more important. They've always been... Um, extremely important to me, but I've, I've been able to balance all of that. But now it's trying to balance a new person into my life uh, who wants all my time and who I want all his time. So I find myself now looking forward to leisurely holidays where I never did before. Wow. Self, um, not, not wanting to bring my studio everywhere where I did before. Deb has a, a caricature icon uh, for her brand, which is a, a chef in a kitchen, mm-hmm. but it feels like a, a woman in a house, but she's got the official chef hat on. Yes. And uh, I would say, Deb's really going domestic now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, interestingly enough, I am extremely domestic. I always have been. 
Um, well, now、um, you're really going to go for it because now、I、you're going to have you're going to have the role for real. <laughs> do you know what? Some personable stuff about me. Actually, I, I was married for 17 years, and I was the homemaker of the house. Well, there you go. But I so bake.、Uh, I'm a scrapbookaholic, big time.、Um, I, I I I cook regularly, and and I believe I could run a restaurant. I, I'm OCD about my cooking. I'm very fussy about food, so. I believe everything I make tastes great, but it's、um, <laughs> it's a it's a second passion of mine. Which we is, can't which, test that on the microphone right now. No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> I'll share some recipes, <laughs> but I love、um, I love serving people. I love hosting people. I always have. I'm、uh, throwing a party is a good thing. Yeah, bringing people yeah,、so、over、I、your house. I hold parties all the time and cater to like twenty people at a time all the time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Total happy homemaker. I always have been, but he is turning me into not the happy homemaker. In fact, he has two. Uh, uh, he has a younger child. I'm、so、not going to ask any obvious questions. <laughs> <laughs> but he, well, he has he has a nine year old. So I'm I'm backtracking again and going back to mom mode because my oldest is now seventeen, or my youngest is now seventeen. My oldest is twenty five. I have two grandkids. You know. Oh so wow. I, Yeah, I get to be that kind of happy home mom. Yeah,、um, so、back to momming again a bit, but we only get we share her custody with her mom. So I'm actually learning freedom, not happy homemaker, and、There、that's what's so unique for me because I literally have been happy mo- homemaker since I was 16. Yeah, because we mentioned, and part of this technical glitch might not be there anymore. So we mentioned how、um, you had been a mom at 16, and you really got into the broadcasting and and then therefore on camera and voiceover career at a younger age, let's say, or at a beginning age,、um, as a single mom too. You、yeah. were a single mom at that f-、mm-hmm. for your first child, so、um, for nine. Yeah. You know, I was congratulating Deb on balancing all of that because the、uh, that's an admirable feat that she achieved, and most women that have had to go that route have had a much more difficult outcome, or let's、yeah. say trial、uh, through. You know,、yeah. um, so、uh, I think I like succeeding, so it was really important. Like in the in the unhealthiness of it is, I guess I love to.、Um, Make people like what I do, so I love to prove points. So if I say I'm going to do this, I will do it to make sure that I can prove that point, so you know that I would follow through with it.、Um, the healthy part of that is that、um, it, it was I love challenges. I love rising to challenges, and so even though I didn't really look at Melissa as a challenge, I never ever have. But other people might have said, "Oh, you've put your you put a challenge in your own yeah. you know yeah. hands, right?" And for me, it just kept me healthy, sane, and grounded, and. And and I wanted to be the best mom I could be. I wanted to be. What age did you decide that? At eight, <laughs> <laughs> I literally did. At eight, I named her. I said, "My first little girl is going to name Melissa." I didn't say to myself, "I'm going to be 16." I never didn't plan that I'd be the young mom. But at the time when I had her,、uh, her father and I thought we were so in love. Let's have a baby to solidify that. Yeah, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he wasn't ready. <laughs> I just was very rare. I was a rare circumstance that I was ready, and so you know, it's well, you're it's just doing things、thing. backwards. That's all. You know, naming the kid before the kid is born, having the child before the husband, all those things. You just did them in a different order than other people did. Did them in a different order, yeah. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm blessed now that I can actually look at. Well, I'm, I'm actually kind of weirded out by it all because I am not used to wanting freedom. I'm not used to not wanting to be a mom. I wanted my kids to live with me until the day they died. I really did. <laughs> Most、and、moms do. Fiance who just wants my time. 
And so now I'm learning that I think I was living through my kids wanting their time so that I felt someone needed me and appreciated me. And now I have someone else right. who needs me and appreciates me in a whole nother way that I've never been appreciated ever by any man in the, in the existence of the planet. And wow, so now, it's amazing. I'm so in love and so happy and so content that it, it's actually made me go, yeah, if I work tomorrow, great. And if I don't, that's okay. And, and that's weird for me because I don't like that feeling, to be honest. And You're the not I used to it, maybe. Yeah, I like, I like what I do. I love working. I love being good at it. I love that people need, need me for things. And so it's, it, it weirds me out a little bit, but I'm, I'm, I am that much in love. So it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the universe sometimes gives you what you would like a little bit more of. Hang on, Deb. We're going to be back. We're going to take a quick break. Thank you so much for everything you've shared so far. I really appreciate the personal side of your life. We really, I didn't know any of this, so. <laughs> My pleasure. You've been listening to Love That Voiceover, brought to you by your host, lovethatrebecca.com. Thanks for listening.